Hello, everyone. It is the middle of summer 2023. And um, Jess and I have just got we just got back from trips. And this episode is us just chatting about our summers so far and sharing about just life stuff, some business stuff, uh, and just yeah, stuff about our, have I said stuff enough, um, about our trips and things. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. Why are you recording? <laughs> you have your phone. What were you recording? I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to put it on Instagram stories. Oh, okay. Got it. Follow Jess on Instagram. She is, what's your, what's your username? The underscore whimsical underscore teacher. Okay. And you have a very huge following on Instagram and you're very active on there, which mm, is fun. A little bit. I think you are. You're much more active than I am. I haven't touched Instagram in a year. I have not been posting as much as I normally do. I just got really sick of it the last like year or two, but yeah. it is what it is. So do you want to talk about our our vacays yeah I want to hear about yours because I feel like yours was much cooler than mine <laughs> I mean mine was really cool but I feel like you did a lot and I'm super eager to hear about it I haven't heard really anything I did watch some of your stories I saw some pictures on Facebook um so yeah tell us about it what well, and it was through a company you were kind of working. So I'm curious about that, the balance of working and traveling. And also you might want to recruit, I don't know, you might recruit people, uh, including me, because I'm interested in book bag tours. So try and recruit me. <laughs> well, I, I am a tour guide for, I'm a trip leader for book bag tours. And it is a company where uh, basically groups of 20 to 30 teachers get together and we go to different different places all over the world. And there's several trips to choose from every summer. There's probably 10 to 20 trips you could choose. But you know, when you go on the trip, that it's going to be led by teachers, for teachers. A lot of countries, you go visit schools for a few days. Like it's maybe, you know, most of the trip is sightseeing and having fun and having that camaraderie with teachers. But then we try to work in some school stuff, depending on the country. Since COVID, some of the countries are like, nope, you like we, we don't know what we want. Like, we don't know if we want foreign visitors in our schools right now. Like a lot of their policies have changed. But for the most part, most of the countries, you get to go check out some schools. And that's definitely been one of my favorite parts. 
Now, this summer, I led a trip to Greece with uh, Hello Fifth, Jill Schaefer. She's a really, she has a really cool TPT store and a really amazing Instagram. And we were co-trip leaders for the first trip to Greece. Now, this is the first year that the company offered a trip to Greece. And we don't really have any school connections yet, but so many people want to go to Greece. It is like a dream destination for so many teachers that we sold out three trips. Like we sold out the first trip. They had to open a second trip and then they opened a third trip. Next year, they have Greece trips and a, a Greece cruise going to a bunch of islands next year so Greece is like a really I had no idea I was interested in ancient history and so last year the owner of the company put me on a um uh trip to Egypt and then this Greece and Egypt kind of go together they share a lot of the same ancient history because of Alexander the Great so I guess it just kind of made sense that I would get to go to Greece the next year uh, I got really lucky, though, because everybody wants the Greece trip. <laughs> anyway, that's the trip that I led this year, and it was amazing. I loved it. Greece is very friendly towards Americans, and it was just a really easy and amazing trip to take uh, and just to see some of the ancient wonders of the world and understand a completely different culture it was really amazing. And the teachers that I went with were just some of the most incredible people I've ever met in my entire life. Some of them, they were mainly upper elementary teachers. So we had a lot of third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade teachers on the trip. A lot of the trips, I feel like there's more primary teachers in the world because the um, class sizes and primary grades are smaller. So I just think that there's more kindergarten, first and second grade teachers. But for some reason on this trip, and maybe because it was the location, and a lot of people teach Greek root words, and a lot of people teach uh, ancient history, I know in sixth grade, for sure. But we had a lot of fourth, fifth and sixth grade teachers, some third grade teachers too. But it was really cool. I feel like those are kind of my people, because that's those are the grades I've taught the most. I've taught fourth through eighth grade the most in my 12 years now of teaching. And so I just feel like, yes, being in a new country with these teachers was really, really cool. So did I sell you yet? <laughs> well, now you got to tell me how much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, how much does it cost? And how long of a trip was it? The Greece trip, I think, is like nine days maybe it's one of the shorter trips because it is a more expensive country to visit a little mm -hmm. bit um you know every country is different so some of the trips are I think Greece is probably the shortest trip it's like nine days some of the trips are more like you know 11 to 13 days it really depends and if you one thing that we do is um like one the cost of the trip does not include your airfare so you have to include, you have to get there yourself. And then once you get there, we take care of everything. Like in, in country transport, we pick you up from the airport. We make sure you get back to the airport and anything we do, like we have a, a ton of side trips planned. 
And so like one thing we also do is we try to have a local tour guide with us like almost the entire time. And that's a big cost of the trip is having like a local tour guide, like, you know, pick us up and take us places and teach us things. Like it's like having a personal teacher so far, almost all of my book bag tours, the tour guide has had a PhD. So like we look for really highly qualified, highly educated tour guides that really know their stuff. Like we've had, like I had Egyptologists, two Egyptologists in Egypt, and then we had an archaeologist with a PhD with us on this trip. So that's a little bit of the cost. The trips are between two and 3,000, probably a little closer to 3,000, but it does include like all of your transportation inside, your lodging, a lot of meals are included, and a lot of activities. Most of the activities are included. And then you're getting this tour guide that, I mean, so far, every country I've been to, it's just been the tour guide really enriches things for the group. Um, so that we had a tour guide, Joan, this time, and she's the one, she kind of works for book bag tours and she's just amazing. Like I say, she is an archeologist. She has her PhD and just, she just had so much information and it was really, really, really fun. She's, she's very serious about Greece, Greek history though. And so like we would go to these different ancient ruins and she would see people breaking rules and she would stop the tour and go and yell at them and tell them to stop because she loves, she loves the ruins so much. She loves preserving the history. And unfortunately, like when you have thousands of people going through these ancient sites um, you know, they're, if they break the rules, then they're also breaking down the ruins. Like you're not allowed to smoke, eat, um, climb on certain parts. And so, you know, when she saw people breaking those rules, she would stop the tour, turn off her microphone and she would go and yell at those people and tell them to stop. I mean, she was, she was just really, really, really passionate about keeping, keeping the ruins that they have, um, preserved. And so it was really heavy duty uh, going around with her. And, and uh, she was kind of like one of the highlights of the trip. So, so yeah. Did you have any other questions? <laughs> it sounds really fun. Um, and I know Anthony whimsical hubby went, how did he kind of fit into the fold? Like, was he able to go on all these tours and spend time with the teachers too? Or did he kind of go off and do his own thing or? How did that work? Because I'm thinking about my, um, uh, Eric doesn't have a name like whimsical hubby does, but Amanda right now, hubby, <laughs> I don't know. Eric right now. Eric right, <laughs> Eric right now would love to visit Greece too, but we're really explorers. Like we like to be free and like, we don't really go on tours or, you know, like have people guiding us. We more like to like, live the life of a local and like we actually don't even do touristy things we try and find all the things and like talk to the local people to see what they say we should do you know like I don't and we try not to look like tourists Eric's so funny he's so sensitive he's like I don't want to look like a tourist (laughs) um and I'll tell you about my trip a little bit more but yeah I don't know I don't know. Certain countries, you have to go on a tour group. Like when we went to Egypt, like Egypt is not necessarily a very safe place for Americans. 
go by themselves. Mm -hmm. And so like a part of the Egypt cost is we have 24 seven guards with us. I mean, they're with us all the time. And so like, like if you wanted to go see Egypt, I highly recommend going with like, you have to think about what kind of people you want to go with because really you could go tootle around by yourself, but there are some weird rules there. Like if you're going off um, in a group of a certain size by yourself and you're an American, you have to tell the Egyptian embassies so they can track you. I wow. mean, there's a lot of like, I mean, it's heavy duty. And there are places where people are carrying machine guns. And even in Athens, Greece, you know, there were, um, they've had riots. There was, there's people walking around with machine guns. Um, they've had a lot of public unrest because there was a train crash recently and the public revolted against the government. I mean, there's like, you never know, like, yes, some places you probably don't need to travel around with teachers. Right. Um, but other places you could probably use the security and yeah. yeah, I mean, we do have times where we can wander off by ourselves, except in Egypt, we could not. And I think Kenya, it was, it's not recommended in certain parts of Africa to go, uh, wander off by yourself either. So it really depends, you know, where you want to go. But for me, I went to New Zealand. Now, New Zealand, you could go and have a good time, but I got to go to schools for three days in New Zealand. And what I saw in New Zealand was life-changing. Like the students had complete autonomy of their studies and teachers could leave the room and second, third graders are working independently on their own projects. And the kind of schools I saw, it was so inspirational and so life-changing. Like I wouldn't trade that for the world. I wouldn't trade that for like being able to go off on my own. And book bag tours arranges those school visits and they arrange for you to meet with people that teach what you teach so you could have like pen pals for your classes you could arrange like zoom calls and have like you know um like special projects with uh classrooms across the world and so that is sort of like why like even if you like to go off by yourself one some of the countries are too dangerous to go off by yourself And two, book bag tours could hook you up with schools and teachers so you could have that kind of international connectivity in your classroom. And so I think that's that's why I think it's worth it. So anyway, yeah. And so Anthony came along. I paid for him. I paid for my husband to come along. My trip um, is paid for because I'm a trip leader. But he came along and being a trip leader was a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of times people were enjoying things and I was having to like, you know, figure out schedules and dole out plane tickets and sending them to people and making like we had an instance where like they forgot like three people's plane tickets in Santorini. And so I'm like, ah, you know, I'm contacting the owner of the company. Like we need three extra plane tickets for these people. Right. So like, it was a lot of work on my part, but Anthony came along. He just goes along with everything for the ride. And he had so much fun. He got along with all the teachers. I mean, he lives with a teacher, so he knows the lifestyle. Other people pay for their husbands to come. So there was another couple on the trip, Brooke and Steven. And it was kind of funny because we were all the same age. We're all in our 40s, right? So it was like sometimes we'd get at a table and it would be like the couple's table. Me, Anthony, Brooke, Steven. Like we'd have our own little table because like, I don't know, like we just didn't fit in with some of the other groups, right? But I mean, you could find people traveling alone. You can find people traveling with their husbands. You can find people traveling. A lot of people come with their coworkers. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. He loved it. We we took a side trip to London and Brussels 
because it was our 10 year wedding anniversary. So we went like a week early and that was all just on my own dime. Like that was just us having a good time, 10 year anniversary. Let's go do something new together. And then, and then we went on our Greece trip. We definitely, I think once we got to Greece, we were like, yes, we are at home. We loved it. Anyway, tell me about your travels this summer. I feel like I'm going off too much. No, no. I think this is all really interesting. And I'm very, very interested in doing this at some point and going on a tour with you. I don't know. I'll, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I think Eric would love it too. I know Eric and Anthony have gotten along the few times that they've they've yeah. met. And he I would love, love Eric on the trip. Yeah. And I love Anthony. He's just hilarious. And like, I, Eric's pretty shy, but he'll like come out if people, you know, if, if a more gregarious, like outgoing person is around and like hanging out. Um, so yeah, we should definitely talk about this. Um, yeah. we are, we were supposed to go to Pennsylvania this summer to see all of Eric's dad's family. Cause Aria hasn't met much of Eric's dad's family. And so we, but the plane tickets were so insanely expensive because of like the strikes or something that were going on. I don't even know if those are still going on, like the pilots striking or something. So we didn't end up going to Pennsylvania, but I think we are next summer. So like, I think we're going to do like a Pennsylvania, Boston, New York kind of thing. And summers are so hard. Like I wish that I could go on trips all summer long, but like we were talking about on Voxer, when you go on a vacation, you need a vacation after your vacation to recover, you know, like, and I know you got a little bit sick um, from your vacation. Um, I did too, actually. Um, well, tell us where you went. You still haven't said yet. You said oh, you went oh. to Pennsylvania and you didn't. So where did you go instead? So we ended up, so I'm from Washington state and Eric is, we're both from Washington state. And I have, my mom's side of the family is all in Eastern Washington. And we hadn't seen them in like five years. So like my cousins, my their kids, my second cousins and Aria, She's eight and she has, my cousins have kids that, that are around Aria's age. And so we got to see them and have kind of a family reunion, see my grandma, Aria's great grandma. That was just so fantastic because it's just Aria, Eric and I all alone in the Bay Area. And sometimes, it, I mean, we have a good community and friends that we play with and things like that, um, like Aria's friends and I have some buddies and things, but it's sometimes hard. You know, it feels like we have no family and to be in Eastern Washington and to feel kind of like we have a big family, um, an extended family. It was just so nice and comforting. Uh, and then after that, uh, Eric met up with us like, uh, so Ari and I went and visited the Eastern Washington family. And then Eric flew in we hung out with my family for 4th of July, um, the little girls. So my sister has two, um, little girls, my nieces who are Aria's age too, which is so awesome. Like, um, Kenzie, my sister's daughter is only four months older than Aria. And then Zoe is just a year and a half younger. Um, and so they just get along really well. And we, um, 
played with fireworks and stuff on the 4th of July, which was really fun. And then Eric and I took off and went to this city behind me. So we left Aria and we went on like a couple's little trip to Vancouver, BC, because Vancouver's only a couple of hours from where I grew up um, on Woodby Island, Washington. And that, oh gosh, I just like anyone with kids, it just is so important for you as a couple to go off by yourselves. And I just don't think like most couples that I know, like don't do that, you know, and it's just so freeing. And Vancouver, I am in love with that city. It's beautiful. And it was gorgeous weather. I mean, it was perfect, like mid 70s, maybe got to 80 a few times. Um, And it's, it's very, it's a very safe city um, to lots of tourists, so many tourists, I feel like they get a lot um, of money from that in their economy, tourism. Uh, There's like Stanley Park, it's a huge, huge, park with beautiful trees and trails and white sandy beaches (laughs) and then and then there's like the city there's all these really cool neighborhoods that you walk around and the food is incredible like no matter where you eat it is just so high quality just the quality of food in Vancouver and we're foodies so we really like going out and eating really good food And so we did a lot of that and I tried really hard because I can't eat gluten. I did a few times and I, um, I also can't really drink anymore because it gives me headaches, like really bad headaches. Uh, but so I tried to really find the most healthy thing on the menu and it was delicious. Like part of me was kind of bitter because I was like, I want to get the most unhealthy thing on the the, <laughs> the menu, but I had the most, like the best salad I have ever had in my entire life in Vancouver. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Hey, can I we, tell you something kind of crazy real yeah. quick? So uh, there was a couple people on the Greece trip who were allergic to gluten mm-hmm. and they were able to eat bread in Greece and they had no allergic reaction because in, in other countries, they use a much lower percentage of gluten and things. And so they were able to eat like bread for the first time in like 12, 13, 14 years. It was crazy. Like the food was just so, it was also really fresh and they, they don't allow GMOs. They don't allow chemicals, preservatives, none of that. And so there was all these people with food allergies and they didn't have them eating the same food they're allergic to in America. That's awesome. Yeah. I've heard that. I've also heard from a friend of mine who has celiac that gluten is just as prevalent in Europe and like celiac disease and gluten sensitivity is just as prevalent in Europe as it is in the United States. So I've heard kind of both sides, like, and I did eat gluten and I was fine in Vancouver. I don't know. And I'm not sure why. And um, I, part of me is like, come on, get it together, US. Like, what is wrong with us? Like, why do we keep yeah. putting poison in our food? Something um, interesting. We talked about that so much in Greece because the food was so delicious and so fresh. And 
but they have a totally yeah. different mindset. Like they don't even have grocery stores there. Like you have to go to like different markets to get kinds, different kinds of food. And it's usually like really fresh. Like you can't get all your food in one place. Like if you want vegetables, you have to go to a vegetable market. If you want meat, you have to go to a meat market. If you want bread, you have to go to a baker. And it's just really different way of life, different way of living. But I think that's what's kind of cool about travel is it sort of opens your mind to how other places do things, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I try as much as possible to go to the farmer's market, you know, to buy groceries or like even Trader Joe's. I feel like Trader Joe's has really delicious like fish and stuff like salmon. Oh my gosh. And like, it's pretty cheap. And I don't know how that is possible, but I'm not sure how Trader Joe's does that. Anyways. Um, yeah. So my trip was so fun and I I'm trying to think we also saw live music. There's a lot of live music, um, in Vancouver and in like restaurants. We also saw a few like sad, like, like some sad stuff, you know, I think there's a lot, I mean, there's pe- places in the U.S. too that have really huge drug problems, you know, and homelessness. And, and that's always really hard to see. Um, did you see any of that in Greece? Homelessness or drugs being used on the streets? Oh, a little bit, a little bit. Um, it's definitely different than I thought it would be. Like Athens is covered in graffiti, like everywhere. You wouldn't imagine this this place covered in graffiti. It's like a part of their town now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did see a little of that. I saw more of it in Belgium, to be honest. We went to Belgium for a few days and Brussels. And you had said in one of your Voxers that you saw people shooting up. I also saw people shooting up in Brussels um, on the streets and a lot of homeless areas in Brussels that I didn't run into so much in London and I didn't at least notice in Athens. So I definitely saw that. And I don't, I don't know why that is. Um, I've been reading about Belgium a lot because I honestly knew nothing about it before I went and, and because they they have three national languages and the country's divided into three parts and they each have their own government and it's kind of an interesting place but yeah I did see that oh it looks like we're done with our first episode that, that little, I don't know if that vibration little beeping noise is going to come up but we're trying to time ourselves for this episode so that it doesn't go too long because we could talk yeah. for hours we'll be, about we'll this just talk for like two three hours and not even notice so I think this was a really fun episode just to like catch each other up on the summertime and I feel like travel is a form of self-care even though it's kind of stressful and I get sick every time I take a trip I do think it's a form of self-care because the things that you learn and the way that it opens your mind I, I come back a little bit changed but I think I come back changed for the better a little more aware of myself of my privileges of of the world and of history so I feel like I always come back a little changed a little more knowledgeable and kind of humble yeah yeah I totally agree yeah and my life at home I'm always yeah really appreciative I mean I'm always grateful to be home and in my cozy little you know space and 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 all of that but like getting out and having adventures with your family 
I don't know. You just, I feel like it, it, it bonds you too. Like it's very bonding. I feel so close, you know, to like the family that I visited and then to Eric and Aria. And I, I do feel like, man, every time I go travel, I think we need to do this more, <laughs> you know, like we really need to go on more trips, but of course that costs money. And maybe our next episode can be about how we can make more money so we can go on more trips. <laughs> yes. I love it. Shall okay. we go now? Yes. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.